Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Saturday. Yay! Oh my goodness. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. I love you, Saturday. Where have you been all week? <laughs> oh my goodness. A happy Saturday to everybody, but mostly happy Saturday to Maisie because you are 10 today so not just happy Saturday but happy happy birthday oh my goodness me I hope you get absolutely everything that you really wanted and I hope you have loads and loads of presents and lots and lots of cake you guessed it um now i know i happen to know because you told me that you're having a birthday party tomorrow with nine of your friends coming wow oh my goodness mummy's very brave having 10 of you <laughs> plus your brother as well so oh my goodness um so question is was it a coincidence that you've got nine of your friends coming and you makes 10 for your 10th birthday party. Was that a coincidence or was it planned? <laughs> I would like to know. Um, so um, anyway, happy, happy birthday. Have a great day. Oh, my goodness me. Um, we've had lots of birthdays recently, haven't we? Um, right, so let's have a look. I forgot to tell you yesterday that the website to have, uh, to get t-shirts, um, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, t-shirt dresses, bags, um, and jumpers is up and running. And... There's not only, and you can get baseball shirts, everything. There's so many things on there, all different colours and all with the logo on. The logo is the only thing that's on there at the moment. Um, I am trying to get other things added at the, uh, as we speak. But at the moment, the only thing that's on there is the logo. But that's all we need, isn't it? <laughs> because when you're wearing a T-shirt or a jumper or a hoodie or something with um the logo on people are going to say what's that and you can then tell them all about the awesome podcast our awesome podcast <laughs> um so it is um it's called if you want to type it in is magical dash children's dash stories dot T-mill, so that's T-E-E-M-I-L-L dot com, okay? Um, and then you can have a look. There's book bags on there. Uh, there's all sorts of different things. Um, and I love it. I keep looking at it. I can't stop looking at it. Um, but I have got other pictures to go up um, to put on T-shirts as well. So... Um, and somebody has actually ordered one already so i hope they love it um anyway the riddle from yesterday 
did you get it whoa let's have a look what was it can you remember it was um there are three doors and you need to go through one of these doors uh, to get to safety and there's a blue door a red door and a green door and behind the blue door is a killer so a murderer who's not very nice not a nice person at all behind the red one is a lion and he hasn't eaten for a whole year so he's going to be very hungry and behind the green door there's a fire a hot blazing fire that you would have to walk through to get to safety so which one of these doors should you choose to go through to safety and you know what some of you got it right so well done to you esther you got it right well done um who else got it right ava you got it right lily um well done peter you got it right as well so um all these people that said the red door were correct so well done to you all um and that is the lion that hasn't eaten for a year because if you think about it think long and hard and logically if the lion hasn't eaten for a year he's probably not going to still be alive he's probably going to be dead so he's going to be safe to walk past gonna smell a bit but it's gonna be safe to walk past so well done to all of you that got that right and we have a riddle from jasper okay now jasper you sent this in and you didn't send me the answer and you confused me um i really really could not guess the answer and I had to message you and say, could you give me the answer, please? Because um, I want to share it. I want to say the riddle. Um, so you've sent me the answer. <laughs> and I feel really silly now. Really silly. Because I should have got it. Uh, I can't believe I didn't get it. But let's see how clever you all are. So the riddle is, I am a word. If you pronounce me right, I am wrong. If you pronounce me wrong, I will be right. What word am I? Ooh, well, well, well. Let us. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Yawn. Um, so. Do you think you know the answer? I was totally and utterly stuck. I could not think of the answer to that. But I know the answer now and I am so happy that I know the answer. <laughs> now, the fun fact is kind of a spelling fun fact. Okay. Um, so 
if you think of the word almost, I mean, we use the word almost quite a lot. But if you think about it, it's not a very long word, is it? So you wouldn't think almost is a really long word. But did you know that it is the longest word for something? What do you think it could be? Well, it is the longest word in the English language with all the letters in alphabetical order. There is only one, two, three, four, five, six letters in it, but it's the longest word that all the letters are in alphabetical order. Tell you what, I'm going to challenge you. This is a fun fact. It maybe may have been true when, um, you know, when they were doing the fun facts, but maybe it's not true anymore. Who knows? So if you can think or find another word in the English language, it has got to be a proper word, though, um, not a made up one. If you can find another one that's in um, or all it, the letters are in alphabetical order um, and more than six letters. See if you can. I'm going to challenge you to try and find one. And I'm also going to try as well, just so that I know. <laughs> now, Andrew, you asked an impossible question. Um, I'm gathering by your questions, by the way, that you are a fan of word games because that's kind of the kind of the the theme of the questions that you ask so your latest question is um why are word games good for your brain well playing word games is one of the most excellent ways to exercise the brain and if you exercise your brain it ends up um or you can be your brain could be almost 10 years younger than what you actually are okay so besides being fun and beneficial brain word games include or improve sorry verbal intelligence so it helps you talk um <laughs> helps you talk much more but it also helps you um use longer words and use them in the correct way uh it let's have a look do, 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 do. what else does it do improves your memory which is good um, concentration which is absolutely vital for when you're at school and also your problem solving skills so it helps you if you want to be a detective later on in life there you go <laughs> and it also boosts in intellectual ability and stimulates creativity so it makes you sound, even if it doesn't actually make you, it makes you sound um, very, very intellectual. 
So um, they are very, very good. Um, Scrabble is probably one of the best. Um, we play Scrabble. We have a lot of family board game evenings. We've got a lot of board games, but we play Scrabble. Um, I also play Scrabble online. I play, uh, it's called Words with Friends. Um, my daughter plays Scrabble a lot with her nanny um, and her nanny does not let her win. She has to win by herself. <laughs> But they also bring a sense of accomplishment if you complete, um, uh, you know, after you've completed one. So, especially if it's challenging and that's when you want to share it and tell all your friends. Um, so there you go. Um, there aren't, aren't any studies that show that you know, conclusive evidence supporting that they benefit the brain, but they, you know, if you chose doing word games over watching the TV, for instance, that's going to benefit you a lot more, definitely. Anything that challenges your mind or jogs your memory is going to be good for you even if there's no clear data showing a specific benefit to the brain. But there's certainly no harm in regularly putting your brain to work using these games and puzzles. So there you go. There are no downsides, absolutely no downsides to having a hobby that brings you joy and encourages continued learning. Because you're learning words with Scrabble. My daughter... Um, learns a new word every time she plays I think because she asks what the word means and then she'll look it up so she finds out what the words mean so to her and then she'll remember them for next time she's playing oh that's a word I can use that one um, so her memory is getting better as well so there you go they're very, very good for your brain. Um, and, you know, I think it's definitely better than watching TV. Absolutely 100% better. <laughs> OK, so there you go. Um, so uh, what day is it today? Apart from being Saturday, apart from being the 15th of July and apart from being Maisie's birthday. What other day is it? It is ooh, National Tapioca Pudding Day. Mmm, don't like that. I like semolina, but not tapioca. It's also National Pet Fire Safety Day. Now, okay, so... We've almost all got pets of some description. We have pets, okay? Um, I have a cat. Uh, what would happen if there was a fire and, you know, we tried to get him out? Luckily, because uh, I know a fireman, <laughs> uh, he has, uh, when we moved in, he 
sorted out a um oh what do you call it like a fire a way to get out a way to escape an escape route that's what i wanted to say <laughs> an escape route um so if there's ever a fire no matter where we are in the house we know um how we're getting out and i have drummed this into the children that this is how we're going to do it and we will be safe but we didn't think of the cat <laughs> hopefully the cat will be outside um already but you now have to think oh my goodness how will i get the cat out so um i'm hoping because if it's at night time the cat's always outside at night he always goes wandering at night um but you have to think about these things so today you have your challenge today is to think about what would happen if there was a fire and how you'd get your pet to safety okay <laughs> uh, not only just you <laughs> your pet as well national orange chicken day i've never tasted um chicken a l'orange i've had that duck a l'orange and i didn't really like it but um i've never tasted chicken a l'orange um but it is that day today national gummy worm day i do like gummy worms not sour ones though i love national be a dork day <laughs> oh i could definitely be a dork and national i love horses day and national give something away day so be really generous and give something of yours away to somebody who doesn't have whatever it is um even if it's a child who doesn't have a certain toy and you think oh they'll like that or give something to i donate my um uh my children's toys to um, well, I split them between the library and the hospital um, and and I've, they've also gone to the doctor's surgery as well so that they've got toys for the children to play with in the waiting room. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's something to do. Um, right. So, Daisy and Alice, you said thank you very much for mentioning your names yesterday. Well, mentioning them again today. So, hi <laughs> um and you said that your uh favorite your favorite dinosaurs were t-rex and long necks i don't know whether is that a Diplo diplodocus or a brachiosaurus i'm not quite sure um i know that's the long-necked one i like those as well they were my favorite um that that one and the triceratops uh they also say can you read um or reread amelia jane which i am doing i'm going to uh so i will be starting that their favorite um muffins are blueberry and can i read the weirdo series um I, or the weir, weirdo series of books i don't know what the weirdo is um so you may have to kind of i don't know um expand on that one um do i just type in weirdo and see what comes up i don't know uh so somebody else likes the Di diplodocus um is that kevin yes um so uh and as i say i don't know which one somebody needs to tell me 
Um, I'm sure my son will if I, t if I ask him. Which one is the long-necked one that eats the tops of trees? Um, a bit like a giraffe now. Uh, is that a Brachiosaurus or a Diplodocus? A Diplodocus sounds quite, I don't know, quite cute doesn't it it doesn't sound like a dinosaur name at all oh dear me i don't know right what shall we see um which book shall we see which book which book which book um i thought we would read the next chapter chapter two in um the naughtiest girl in school and oh no that's number three here we go <laughs> let's go back to number two uh so elizabeth goes to school let's see Ooh, she's a very naughty girl isn't she um so she's not very happy because she's going to school so here goes for the rest of her time at home elizabeth was very naughty and also very good I'll try being very, very good and obedient and polite and sweet and see if Mother changes her mind, she thought. So, to the surprise of everyone, she became thoughtful, um, sweet-tongued, good-mannered and most obedient. But it had quite the wrong effect, because instead of saying that she would keep her at home now, her mother said something quite different. Oh, Elizabeth! Now that I know what a really nice girl you can be, I'm not so afraid of sending you to school as I was, she said. I thought you would get into such trouble and be so unhappy, but now that I see how well you truly can behave, I am sure you will get on nicely at school. I am very pleased with your behaviour. And you can guess what happened after that. Elizabeth at once became naughtier than she had ever been before. If being good makes mother feel like that, I'll see what being naughty does, she thought. So she emptied the ink bottle over the cushions in the drawing room. She tore a hole in one of the nicest curtains. She put three black beetles into poor Miss Scott's toothbrush mug. And she squeezed glue into the ends of both Miss Scott's brown shoes so that her toes would stick there well all this makes it quite certain that elizabeth needs to go to school said miss scott angrily as she tried to get her feet out of her sticky toe shoes i'm glad to leave her naughty little girl and yet she can be so sweet and nice when she wants to Elizabeth's things were packed and ready. She had a neat brown trunk with E. Allen painted on it in black. She had a tuck box too with a big currant cake inside, a box of chocolates, a tin of toffee, a jam sandwich and a tin of shortbread. You will have to share these things with the others, said Miss Scott as she packed the things neatly inside. Well, I shan't then said Elizabeth. Oh, well, very well, don't, said Mrs Scott. If you want to show everyone what a selfish child you are, just take the chance. Elizabeth put on the outdoor uniform of White Leaf School. It 
looks very neat, and she looked nice in any in it. But then Elizabeth looked nice in everything. The outdoor uniform was a dark blue coat with a yellow edge to the collar and cuffs, a dark blue hat with a yellow ribbon round it, and the school badge at the front. Her stockings were long and brown, and her lace shoes were brown too. Oh, my goodness, you do look a real schoolgirl, said her mother quite proudly. Elizabeth wouldn't smile. She stood there sulky and angry. I shan't stay at school long, she said. They'll soon send me back. Oh, don't be silly, Elizabeth, said her mother. She kissed the little girl goodbye and hugged her. I will come and see you at half term, she said. No, mother, you won't, said Elizabeth. I shall be home long before that. Don't make me sad, Elizabeth, said Mrs Allen. But Elizabeth wouldn't smile or say she was sorry. She got into the car that was to take her to the station and sat there very cross and straight. She had said goodbye to her pony. She had said goodbye to Timmy, her dog. She had said goodbye to her canary. And to each of them, she had whispered the same thing. I'll soon be back. You'll see. They won't keep the naughtiest girl in the school for long. Miss Scott took her to the station and then up to London in the train. She went with Elizabeth to a big station where trains whistled and chuffed and people ran about in a hurry. Now we must find the right platform, said Miss Scott, hurrying too. We have to meet the teacher there who is in charge of the girls going by this train. They came to the right platform and went, th went through to where a big group of girls stood with a teacher. They were all dressed in dark blue coats and hats with yellow hat bands like Elizabeth. The girls were of all ages, some big, some small, and most of them were chattering hard. Two or three stood apart, looking shy. They were the new ones, like Elizabeth. The teacher spoke to them now and again, and they smiled gratefully at her. Miss Scott bustled up to the teacher. "'Good morning,' she said. "'Is this Miss Thomas? This is Elizabeth Allen.' Oh, I'm glad we're in time. Good morning, said Miss Thomas, smiling. She held out her hand to Elizabeth. Well, dear, she said, so you're going to join the happy crowd at Whiteleaf School? Elizabeth put her hands behind her back and would not shake hands with Miss Thomas. The teacher looked surprised. The other children stared. Miss Scott blushed red and spoke sharply to Elizabeth. Elizabeth! Shake hands at once. Elizabeth turned her back and looked at a train puffing nearby. I'm so sorry she's behaving so rudely, said Miss Scott, really upset. <sighs> she spoke in a low voice to Miss Thomas. She's an only child, very, very spoiled, rich, pretty, and she doesn't want to come away to school. Just leave her alone for a bit and I expect she'll be all right. Miss Thomas nodded. She was a merry-looking young woman, and the girls liked her. She was just going to say something when a man came hurrying up with four boys. "'Good morning, Miss Thomas,' he said. "'Here is my batch. Sorry I can't stop. I've got a train to catch. Goodbye, boys.' "'Goodbye, sir,' said the four boys. "'How many boys have you at Whiteleaf this term?' said Miss Scott. "'As many as girls?' Not quite, asked, said Miss Thomas. There are some more boys over there, look, in the charge of Mr. Johns. 
Miss Scott liked the look of the boys, all in dark blue overcoats and blue caps with yellow badges in front. Such a good idea, she said, to educate boys and girls together. For a child like Elizabeth, who has no brothers and not even a sister, it's like joining a large family of brothers and sisters and cousins to go to a school like Whiteleaf. Oh, they'll soon knock the corners off your Elizabeth, smiled Miss Thomas. Look, here comes our train. We have our carriages reserved for us, so I must find them. The boys have two carriages and the girls have three. Come along, girls, here's our train. Elizabeth was swept along with the others. She was pushed into a carriage with a big label on it, reserved for White Leaf School. Goodbye, Elizabeth. Goodbye, dear, cried Miss Scott. Do your best. Goodbye, said Elizabeth, suddenly feeling very small and lost. I'll soon be back, she shouted. Gracious, said a tubby little girl next to her. A term's a long time, you know. Fancy saying you'll soon be back. Well, I shall, said Elizabeth. She was squashed in a heap by the tubby little girl and another girl on the, the other side, who was rather bony, and she didn't like it. Elizabeth felt sure she would never, never learn who all the different girls were. She felt a little afraid of the big ones, and she was horrified to think that there were boys at her school. Boys? Nasty, rough creatures. Well, she'd show them that a girl could be rough too. The other girls, the little girl sat silently as the train rattled on and on. The others chattered and talked and offered sweets around the carriage. Elizabeth shook her hand, head when the sweets were offered to her. Oh, come on, do have one, said the tubby little girl whose sweets they were. A sweet would do you good, make you a little bit, look a little bit sweeter, perhaps. Everybody laughed. Elizabeth went red and hated the tubby little girl. Oh, Ruth, you do say some funny things, said a big girl opposite. Don't tease the poor little thing, she's new. Well, so is Belinda next to you, said Ruth, but she does at least say something when she's spoken to. That will do, Ruth, said Miss Thomas, seeing how red Elizabeth had gone. Ruth said no more, but the next time she offered her sweets round... She did not offer them to Elizabeth. It was a long journey. Elizabeth was tired when at last the train drew up in a country station and the girls poured out of the carriages. The boys came to join them and the children talked eagerly of all they had done in the holidays. Come along now quickly, said Mr Johns, pushing them out of the station gate. The coach is waiting. There was an enormous coach outside the station, labelled White Leaf School. The children took their places. Elizabeth found a place as far away as possible from the tubby little girl called Ruth. She didn't like her one bit. She didn't like Belinda either. She didn't like anyone. They all stared at her too much. The coach set off with a loud clank and rumble. Round the corner it went, down a country lane, up a steep hill... And there was Whiteleaf School at the top. It was a beautiful building like an old country house, which indeed it once had been. Its deep red walls, green with creeper, glowed in the April sun. 
It had a broad flight of steps leading from the green lawns up to the school terrace. Good old white leaf, said Ruth, pleased to see it. The coach swept round to the other side of the school, through a great archway and up to the front door. The children jumped down and ran up the steps, shouting and laughing. Elizabeth found her hand taken by Miss Thomas. Welcome to Whiteleaf, Elizabeth, said the teacher kindly, smiling down at the sulky face. I'm sure you will do well here and be very happy with us all. I shan't, said naughty Elizabeth, and she pulled her hand away. It was certainly not a very good beginning. Oh, dear me, it doesn't sound very much like Elizabeth is going to try very hard to be nice, does it? Honestly, why would you be so rude? <gasps> Honestly, I don't know. Anyway, 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 um, don't forget, have a look at our Magical Children's Stories um, team t-shirt site or website um you can have a look and see exactly what um is on there you can wear hoodies you can have book bags that you can carry your books from the library to your home or from home to school and back again all sorts of things um but yeah so the it's magical dot uh, dash children's dash stories dot t mill dot com um if you do want me to send that to you i will but it is on the uh where is it on the facebook page there we go uh so have a look and see what's there and suggest anything that you know anything else that you'd like to see there um also thank you thank you thank you to oscar who has ordered a baseball cap um and a bookmark from me and oh and a key ring there we go so they will be winging their way to you very very shortly um so yes thank you so much um that's amazing and they will be uh with you in um, less than a week so there you go anyway i will go now um and i will see you all again tomorrow oh my goodness me it's gonna be a lovely lovely day today it's raining it's cool and i'm loving it <laughs> so uh have a great day whatever you're doing and take care and stay safe and I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.